Hi, I'm Helen and this is Why Mums Don't Jump. Busting taboos about leaks and lumps after childbirth. All the stuff that happens to your pelvic floor that no one ever talks about. Incontinence, prolapse, pelvic pain. Problems that affect millions of women. One in three. I'm one of them. I have a prolapse. My pelvic organs fell out of place after the birth of my second child five years ago. And if you'd told me then I'd be speaking about this stuff out loud, I would have told you to give your head a wobble. Welcome to episode three. How are your bits? How's lockdown life been treating you? Thank you for coming back. And uh, again, thank you for all the feedback. It's brilliant to have because I'm just sort of putting this stuff out there and hoping it's getting to the right people. So to hear that it is making a difference is everything. Uh, for anyone who's new to this podcast, it's about trying to end the stigma around pelvic floor problems, things that affect so many of us to so many different levels, but no one ever talks about it. And hopefully it's about helping us feel a bit less alone with it all because we're really not. We know that now. One of the things that's helped me feel a lot better is meeting other women who are dealing with this stuff and just talking about it. I now know more than ever that stories are a really powerful thing to share, which brings me to this episode. Ainsley Howard is an actress from Manchester and if you have young children, you might know her as the voice of Fizzy Izzy in the kids' TV programme, Digby Dragon. Well, I popped over for a brew obviously before lockdown, when she was very heavily pregnant with baby number two. Oh, I feel a bit like, <laughs> I get really emotional talking about this. Do, oh, down, that's Helen. fine. I do. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I think it can be emotional because it's, I think it's still new. Yeah. And it's your body. And it's massive. Yeah, it's massive. We spoke about a year ago, didn't we, on yeah, the phone? Yeah, And um, I was trying to remember some of the things you told me and I don't remember it the point at which you realised that it had happened, that you had prolapse yeah. or had pelvic floor problems. Yeah. So what, when did you like realise? So I got, I was having like a bit of a, a drag sensation, I think they say, like when um, when I was walking around, but just thought that was totally normal. Like and something was heavy dragging yeah, down. I recognise that. There. And is that... Um, how long after Caleb was born? Was I think that? that was kind of pretty much straight away. Right. That I noticed it, but because I was felt like a, a really old lady anyway, all these aches and pains, all these new aches and pains, like I kind of just got on with it and mm-hmm. then I had really bad sciatica. So it was one thing after another. So I kind of didn't really think about it too much because you're so exhausted and you're feeding through the night and there's so much going on. But then six, I'd say about six weeks down the line, when I kind of thought, right, I'll be brave and have a look down there. Because <laughs> you kind of want to, don't you, in a oh. way. But that, I mean, and I put, I did put it off for six weeks. Anyway, so I had a look and um, I was like, oh, I'm sure that wasn't there before. See, you, you're doing better than me because I, <laughs> I, I didn't even know what it was supposed to look like. Right. I'll, I'll be honest. I right. Like, I, I, Oh, well, like, it definitely looked different. Some, some, <laughs> something was different. Like, something's not right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Yeah, it was... Um, well, I don't know. I could see see something, yeah. basically. And then I thought, right, okay, I'm having this drag draggy sensation. I'm calling it a draggy sensation. Is that 
Yeah, I've heard, I mean? I've heard it said that. So yeah. I, I said it's like you're losing a tampon or something. Yes. If it's just falling yeah. out and you've got, and it's like a lump or something, you yeah. just feel like there's something there. Yeah, that's well, I suppose a there is. good description, actually. <laughs> um, so I decided to go to the doctor's. But obviously it was still quite early days. Like I said, it was like six weeks when I had a, a look down there. And um, she said, you know, it's quite normal. And maybe it will kind of, it was like a bulge. Mm-hmm. And maybe it will just kind of go back up because it's only been six weeks. And um, so come back, maybe, I think she said about three months down the line. So you just kind of get on with it and forget yeah. about it and kind of accept that it's, supposed to be there and it's normal because everything feels different after you've had a yeah. baby anyway doesn't yeah. it so how are you supposed to know what's what normal feel, yeah like you, you know your boobs are massive they're yeah. really sore you've had a baby you've, you've delivered a baby, a baby <laughs> so your vagina is not in a good and i think place that's a massive anyway. thing you don't realize you think oh yeah i'm having a baby and oh yeah i get up in the night and feed my baby but all these things are huge yeah. and i think you just your mental health sometimes can deteriorate because you know, you're dealing with so much and you're a new mummy and you want to do the best for your baby mm-hmm. and everyone's giving you a different opinion about something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think I just kind of forgot about it just because it was the easiest thing to do at the time. And then um, three months later, I went back. Um, it still looked the same down there and I still felt... The, the, like, the drag sensation wasn't as bad, but they kind of just said... Well, that that's kind of it, you know. You've got a prolapse, although it wasn't bad. I think they they said they've seen worse, and kind of just sent me on my way, really. So, I mean, what do you do with that information, Doctor Google? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like oh, prolapse. What yeah. what's a prolapse? I had never heard of it. No. How are we having babies and never heard? I was on my second baby and I've never heard of it. <laughs> yeah, right, okay. When, so when I looked in the mirror to see what... Yeah. I, so I didn't even have the language to look for it. Yeah. I finally came across the word prolapse and I was like, yeah, that's that's what that that's is. That's what that is, yeah. I think there's certain degrees of prolapse yes. and I think it affects women differently. Like mine, I was always one of these people anyway who was like, if I was, you know, if I had a full bladder and I was laughing, I had to go to the loo. So I was... You know, I had to always kind of empty my bladder when I could, but like things just got so much worse. So then you end up putting a pad on and then thinking that's normal. Mm-hmm. But then I'm thinking, you know, I'm 36, I don't want to wear a, mm-hmm. a pad in case I sneeze or cough. Mm-hmm. I don't feel ready for that yet. That's supposed to happen like way down the line. And then you see these adverts on telly <laughs> and they are, and you're thinking, Oh, right. I was supposed to just get on with it then. Um, I'll admit, I didn't do much pelvic floor exercise in, when I was pregnant first time round. And then I was like, oh, I should have done more. And then I started to beat myself up about that because oh, I, then I thought it was all my fault. You blame yourself yeah. so much. What if I hadn't done this? What, yeah. if I had, what if I'd done more pelvic floor exercises? Yeah. What if I hadn't lifted my toddler what if I hadn't strained on the loo yeah what if I had just rested more or just something something yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's really really tough and I think sometimes when I'm out like if I'm out with friends and I start laughing and then I wet myself like for those like split couple of seconds first time I relieved I was like oh thank god I put a pad on and then after that I'm just like oh I really don't want to 
And then if you forget to put batter on, I've got wet knickers. And then I can't, <laughs> I've not anywhere to go in then, you know, I'm in the middle of town or at a meeting or something. You just feel like, I don't know, sometimes, but not ashamed, but just... <sighs> I don't, I don't know what the word is. Maybe it's just down. I'm <laughs> just fed up. A bit miserable about it. But the, for me, it's like there's never any enough time to really dwell on it because that's it, you're a mum now. And someone else is first and foremost. So it's like you just got to get on. And I think sometimes that's why you forget to do your pelvic floor because you get to the end of the day, you know, you've put your kids in bed and it's just like you want to put your feet up. Well, you don't want to then start doing pelvic floor exercises, do you? No, I know. And I've talked to this like quite a number of women it's just like oh my pelvic floor you know it's such like it's the last thing on your list um however saying that i think a year after i'd had caleb i went to see the doctor again about it and then he did refer me to the hospital to get some uh physio which i'm kind of still in the middle of and and it has helped because at first i thought well i know how to do a pelvic floor exercise but they give you an actual program where there's so much to do in, in the day and then you can get the app and then even just like mental things like I'd get to the top of my stairs and because my bathroom's at the top of the stairs and I see the toilet it makes me want to go for a wee so it's like changing your mindset saying telling yourself that you don't need to go just yet and that you can hold it and you're not going to wet yourself and it'll be all right and you've got to hang on for five minutes and then you can go to the toilet so all those tips and strategies that you can put into place has definitely helped. Um, but yeah, it's always ongoing, isn't it? So, See, for some reason, thankfully, I, I don't have that kind of level of incontinence. Yeah. I do have that sometimes like key in the lock thing. Oh yeah, that's no, the one she you said, get, yeah. So you need to go, and <laughs> yeah. you, you literally, the keys, oh, I'm just yeah. through the door, and I'm just, don't quite make up but it, but it's not it's not like low you're like shouting at each other get in the house because yeah. i'm gonna wet myself no. <laughs> but we need to wait but we need to wait but we need to wait yeah. um so so it, so i have it a tiny bit but not like that and i yeah so yeah i just think that must be just really hard it, it is hard especially like i said like you know you're laughing and a bit comes out you're sneezing and so if i don't empty my bladder yeah. Like, you know, I could be cut out and that's why I've had to kind of put a pad on. But, you know, my goal is not to have put a pad on. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to do that. So I'm thinking, can I do my pelvic floors so much and get them, you know, really strengthened that I will be in that position? But, I mean, I don't know yet. Mm-hmm. Not there yet. But also when you're pregnant as well, you're yeah. carrying all that weight that's yeah. putting all that pressure on your pelvic floor. Oh, yeah. I so, mean, it's a bit out the window at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> Especially in the night. And I'm like, I need a wing. At the best of times yeah. in <laughs> any sort of pregnancy, you, it's, it's an issue, isn't it? Yeah. Um, how come you want to talk about it? When so many people don't want to talk about it, they find it so embarrassing. And yet here you are with a microphone. Well, I'm just not embarrassed about it. Because, all right, I'm talking about... <laughs> A vagina <laughs> but flipping that you know it's just like i think we should i'm not saying oh just get over it you know it's still a private part of your body but i think there's so many women going through this that all right if they don't want to talk about it they can le- at least listen to someone they don't know talking about it who doesn't mind talking about it and i really don't um because i think there's great 
comfort to be found in that. So mm. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Made me cry there. <laughs> oh. oh. All right. <laughs> it is an emotional thing as is having babies and Ainsley delivered her second little boy Jonah just a few days after we recorded that. It sounds like it all happened very quickly but she says hypnobirthing really helped and her prolapse seems about the same. I know having another baby when you have pelvic floor problems can be really scary so hopefully that's good to hear. Next episode, the mental load. It's a massive head game isn't it? Not just a broken body but losing your whole sense of self it's a lot to deal with i'll be talking to dr rebecca moore a perinatal psychiatrist and co-founder of the campaign make birth better which is trying to do exactly that she's very wise and you will all wish you had her on speed dial check her out on instagram at dr rebecca moore I'm not a medical professional, so please don't take anything you hear as medical advice, but please do get involved. Subscribe, tell me what you think, and spread the word. Tell a friend, spam a WhatsApp group, or post a link on an online forum. Let's end the stigma. You've been listening to Why Mums Don't Jump with me, Helen Ledwick. You can find me on Instagram at Why Mums Don't Jump or online at whymumsdontjump.com.